0: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in central Virginia.
1: From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. Hundreds of new laws came into effect at the beginning of the month. Legislators passed several on housing, too. Jad Khalil from VPM News reports.
2: Major legislation on housing was a hard thing to hope for last General Assembly session, since different parties controlled the Virginia House and Senate. They did pass some bills, though. Martin Wegbright works for the Central Virginia Legal Aid Society. He says the laws are more tweaks than the big changes. I didn't see anything that I would say harms tenants. Um, I didn't see much that would really help tenants either. One new law requires landlords to give more notice if leases that automatically renew come with automatic price increases too. Some of those increases are justified and some of them are just not. They're just rent gouging. Now, landlords need to give 60 days notice if rent will automatically increase. That gives tenants more time to look for other housing, Wegbright says. In terms of really grappling with the problem, Virginia really hasn't done the hard, heavy lifting yet. Advocates say the biggest problem is a general lack of housing and affordable housing across the state. Jad Khalil, VPM News.
1: Utility rates for Richmond residents also increased on July 1st. Water, wastewater, stormwater and gas bills are all going up to cover various city projects, as well as rising materials, labor and compliance costs for each utility. City officials estimate the change will result in the average utility customer paying $106 more per year. The Department of Public Utilities offers limited bill assistance for low-income households and seniors. The rate hikes were approved in this year's city budget. Since April, members of Virginia's General Assembly have had a list of state budget recommendations from Governor Glenn Youngkin. But lawmakers remain at odds at how to best utilize the Commonwealth's more than $3 billion budget surplus. VPM News reporter Lyndon German has more.
2: Democrats in the Senate proposed funding bipartisan priorities like public education and mental health services, while Republicans in the House are prioritizing tax cuts for individuals and corporations. Delegate Buddy Fowler, Republican vice chairperson of the House Finance Committee, says he trusts his colleagues to compromise.
1: I will just say this is not unusual. This happens often past general assemblies. I think the smart thing to do is just, just be patient. And then I think at the end of the day, I think tool minds will prevail and the House and Senate will do their
2: job. In an email to constituents, Democratic Senator Craig Deeds floated July 11th as the date for a possible special session, which the governor would need to call. A spokesperson for Youngkin says he is, quote, currently evaluating next steps. Lyndon German... VPM News.
1: The Charlottesville School Board unanimously voted to change the name of Buford Middle School to Charlottesville Middle School. The change is expected to take place in 2025, according to the Daily Progress. The school currently is named after Florence Delaney Buford, a former history teacher and principal in the district. Buford sought to improve education for people with disabilities and criticized segregated schools. The name change comes at the same time as a $91 million modernization plan that's expected to be complete by the 2026 school year. The city of Stanton has launched an $80,000 flood monitoring system designed to alert residents and businesses of flash floods. Randy B. Hagee with Partner Station WMRA has more. Stanton
0: is built on top of Lewis and Peyton Creeks, which converge in a tunnel underneath the Wharf District parking lot. That, plus the fact that much of the city lies in a floodplain, has made the town particularly vulnerable to floods, like those that battered homes and businesses in August of 2020. I mean, these old cities were built on the streams so that they could put their mills there, and then over time, business owners started building over top of the streams. Peter Kessiker is the city's environmental programs administrator. His office recently installed four water-level monitors in the streams and six rain gauges on the outskirts of town, with the goal of figuring out what amounts of rainfall correlate to how much the creeks will rise. Residents can sign up to receive an alert when a certain monitoring location is showing a flood risk. We're trying to just give them as much lead time. 20 to 30 minutes would be a real bonus in the flash flood circumstances. The architectural and engineering firm Wiley Wilson is currently examining the tunnel to see what improvements can be made.
1: The Greater Richmond Transit Company wants feedback from riders and non-riders for a new 10-year plan centered on improving service. The authority's Transit Priorities Survey asks where people live, work, and shop in the region. It includes questions about ride frequency, if GRTC should provide service to areas with grocery stores that are not currently on routes to take the survey, go to ridegrtc.com. After the survey closes July 14th, the results will be used as a guide for future service changes. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast.
0: Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At my VPM
1: VPM.